Bronnewear is a nurse who spent several years working in palliative care, caring for patients in the last three months of their lives. When questioned about any regrets they had or anything they would do differently, she said, common themes surfaced again and again. The most common regret she witnessed was this, I wish I had had the courage to live a life through to myself, not the life others expected of me. Welcome to the Prosperity for Posterity podcast, where we talk about building a legacy of prosperity. I am your host, Omomumi Olajide. Please sit back and enjoy today's episode, titled, Leading a Value-Based Life. Hello, good people. Today's episode is one of my favorite topics that I love to facilitate ever since the time I went through the same exercise and it changed my life. It was so liberating that I took it upon myself that I will be an evangelist of this very truth that has set me free. I'm talking about leading a value-based life. Someone's values are the things in life that Illicit contentment, a sense of fulfillment and satisfaction. Our values are at the core of our life purpose. We all have values. They are as much a part of us as our blood types or our genetic makeup. They are as unique to us as our individual fingerprints. Our core values determine what's really important and meaningful to us and to God. Values are who you are in your own deepest nature, not who you think you should be in order to fit in. They are like a compass that points us to our true north. Let's take a look at some of the signs that indicate you are most likely not leading a life driven by your core values. Have you found yourself doing something just because of somebody else or you're doing it because that's what other people think you should be doing or you are engaging in such activity because that is what is popularly acceptable okay if you find yourself if you hear yourself using these phrases like i should be doing this i ought to be doing that I'm supposed to be doing that. I need to do this. I must do this. Did you notice something there? You sound obligated to do those things and not necessarily enjoying living or doing them. The result of such life, living such life, Failing to do what you thought you should be doing is what I call ABCDs of negativity towards yourself. You start feeling anger and aggression towards yourself. You start blaming yourself or criticizing yourself and eventually get yourself or find yourself in depression. On the other hand, Here are the signs that you're living to your true highest values. If you find yourself using affirmation, affirmative languages like, 
I love doing this. I'm inspired by doing that. I dream of doing this. I feel like it is my destiny to do that. I choose and live to do this. You see how empowering those phrases are. You are able to experience an alignment between your actions and your highest values. You would find yourself, you know, saying stuff like, I have done exactly as I dreamed. That is satisfaction. I am inspired by the way I am acting. That is fulfillment. I'm enthused by what I am doing. Or you flow out of, you know, from excitement and say, I love what I'm doing. Or you find yourself always saying, I am grateful to be able to do what I love. Romans 12 verse 2 tells us, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Apostle Paul in this passage was giving us the road map to leading a fulfilled life. I love the way the Amplified Bible puts it. Let's look at it together. It says, And do not be conformed to this world any longer with his superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values. Underline that, God, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good, and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. I love that. That is beautiful. All right. I want to use an analogy of a thermometer and a thermostat. This passage gives us a clear, you know, clear explanation of these two kind of living. It says, do not conform to this world, its superficial values, customs, culture, its way of thinking. Like a thermometer picking up the temperature of his environment. All right, let's talk about that a little bit. What is the use <laughs> of a thermometer? I was going through this, you know, and that question just popped up in my head. What is the use of a thermometer? And this is what I found, you know, we use a thermometer to know when there is some form of overheating. In other words, we already know it's hot. It's not a thermometer that is telling us, oh, the temperature is hot or the body is warm. We already know there's a problem. For instance, when you have a child that has fever, we can feel the temperature just by ordinary touch. All the thermometer is used for is to monitor the child so it does not become critical. The thermometer does not solve the problem of overheating. In this mode, 
Doing things the way that's popularly acceptable does not benefit anyone. Hope you heard that. Let me say it again. Doing things the way that is popularly acceptable, conforming that is, does not benefit anyone. It does not benefit you because then you're not living your best life living this way. Nor does it benefit your world. You've become like a salt that's lost its flavor. The scripture says a flavorless salt is worthless, good for nothing. Men throw it out. That is, that is what it's left of a salt that is flavorless. So a thermometer has no use. It's, it solves no problem. So, so also you living a life that is not true to your core value, you end up not being beneficial to anyone. You're not beneficial to yourself because you always find yourself in a place of depression, dissatisfaction. You, you criticize yourself. You're never satisfied. On the other hand, let's look at a thermostat. A thermostat regulates the temperature of its environment. When you feel a room is getting heated, you set the thermostat to a cooler temperature and it cools the room off. In other words, a, th- a thermostat solves a problem and it sets the condition of the room. So going back to Apostle Paul's roadmap to leading a fulfilled life, identifying your core value, you do that through the word of God. And then you go on and live by your core values. And that is how You set the culture, you set the temperature of your environment. Living by your core values, you set the culture and the temperature, uh, the culture of your world, starting with your immediate environment. Here is an example. Uh, It's very trivial, but I think it's going to pass the message across. I don't know where I picked this habit up. But personally, I have always known myself to do this. After I sneeze in public, I'll say, excuse me. Something like this. <laughs> excuse me. I started noticing colleagues at work around me then started to do the same thing when they sneezed too. Now, that might be nothing. You know, it might not be too significant. But it goes to illustrate the power you carry when you lead a thermostat life instead of being a conformist like a thermometer. You set the culture of your environment. In a way, I have, you know, taught them a good habit of when you sneeze around people, you say, excuse me. Now, there are a lot of consequences when you are not clear of your values. The consequences of unclear values cannot be overemphasized. Most people don't invest time to get to know themselves and their values in a deep level. This can lead to people adopting passive values. The value systems of either the environment, the society, 
or the groups we socialize in. The result of this is acting inauthentically. Inauthentically. This form of self-deception may help prevent such short-term suffering. You might, you know, not, you know, you won't be get, you won't be noticed. You won't stand out. You won't be the, in quote, the odd one out for now, temporarily. But it can seriously limit our potential for fulfillment. At this point, let, let's look at the benefits of leading a value-based life. The, the first one I want to touch on is it boosts your mood and mental resilience. Studies show that people with a sense of meaning and purpose cope better with life's challenges. When we have a strong sense of our personal values, we gain perspective of what is truly important in life. This helps reduce rumination and other forms of mental anxiety, keeping us aligned with what matters most and helping us feel fulfilled. Knowing our personal values also helps us build a wholesome self-identity, one that goes beyond attributes such as self-image, interest, and status. Think about it. You have an easy time telling people that what you do, right, and what you're interested in, but a much harder time explaining who we are and what we truly value. When we have a broader self-identity, one which encompasses our personal values, we don't react so strongly to other people's judgments because we have a stronger sense of who we truly are. What a blessing. Another amazing benefit which has helped me tremendously is that when you know your core values, decision-making becomes like, you know, very easy. Easier decision-making. Our values shape our priorities. Making important life decisions is often a question of what our most important values are. Having a strong sense of our values helps us answer questions such as, which career should I pursue? Should I take this job? Should I, take, should I accept this promotion? Should I start my own business? Or should I spend my free time? How, rather, should I spend my free time? What do I want in a partner? What do I need in a business partnership? Where should I live? What should I spend my money on? Clearer values makes for clearer and simpler decision making. The last benefit I'm going to touch on is improved life satisfaction. Bronnie Ware is a nurse who spent several years working in palliative care, caring for patients in the last three months of their lives. When questioned about regrets they had and anything they would do differently, she said, common themes surfaced again and again. Then she went on and describes this in her book, The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. The most common regret she witnessed was this, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself not the life others expected of me. As Bronnie says, when you are on your deathbed, what others think of you is a long way from your mind. We get the most sense of fulfillment in life when we align ourselves with our values.
How then do you discover your values? I will be hosting a virtual workshop called Values Discovery Workshop on September 24th, 2021, where I'll be walking you through an exercise to discover your top five core values. We will have breakout sessions and an amazing time digging into our true self and understanding how we can now reprogram our lives by those core values. You can apply this to things like what type of business should you engage in, who your partners in those business should be, and how to live your best life unapologetically. Registration is open now. Please follow the link in the description of this podcast episode to register. Now, we have limited spots available, and the cost to attend is $50. But because you're hearing this first on this podcast episode, I am opening up free 20 slots for you, my listeners. First come, first served basis, so do not hesitate. Register today. Once the 20 slots are filled, the cost goes back on. Before I wrap it up today, I want to use this opportunity, as always, to extend a special invitation to you. If you're listening and you're yet to be born again, you are yet to have Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, today is the day of salvation. Pray that Jesus will come into your heart, forgive all your sins, and write your name in the book of life. Please DM me on my Instagram page at omo.olajide and let me know I have decided to follow Jesus. Thank you for tuning in today. Please remember to hit the follow button so that you can be notified when a new episode becomes available every other Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Also, check back here daily for Golden Jam, a daily devotional of the P4P podcast. And can I ask you a favor? Please share this episode with others. Please and thank you. Till I come your way again, remember... Your choices today affects generation to come. Choose to be good. <music>